0: Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now your host. Welcome Ashley everyone Shula. to another Ashley edition Shula. of Ashley Conversations Shula. with Ask Ash. I'm very excited to be talking to you guys today about the top 5 areas of team development. If you are listening in for the very first time, then welcome. Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. We are in the Power of Team season and I get so excited when I hear about the season The Power of Team because This is a unique time in our world where we are working together in so many different aspects, whether it's family, whether it's business, nonprofit, across industries, in the community, people are being brought together to work on things, to work on projects, to work on efforts, campaigns, whatever it is. And so the power of team is exciting to me because this season has meant a lot to really peel back the layers of what it means to develop a team, hire a team. What does it truly mean to develop team culture? What do you have to be ready for in terms of your of your first hire? Come on. It's been it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. So let's define team development. Maybe some of you are familiar with the framework used by Bruce W. Tuckman that talk about the five stages or the, excuse me, the, um, yeah, the five stages of team development. The five stages of team development. Which is the forming, storming, norming, performing, in and in a journey. All right? And so this is really important because at some point we've all gone through this. As a team member or as a leader. We've all gone through forming, storming, norming, performing, and a journey. Okay? And so... This is what is aptly called the Tuckman stages. So I wanted to share that piece of information with you. And then I wanted to dive into the five key areas of team development that I'm seeing in this digital age, okay? And reason why I I slipped into the digital piece of it is because there is so much that's evolving within technology and evolving within our society that it's important that we are moving as business owners, as leaders, in different spaces that we are moving and we're some of us are already there completely we we are we are completely digital right yes there are room for the pen and paper squad but what i really mean is that are our businesses right now have you created and are you creating digital processes for your digital operations that's another type of episode but these are some things that we want to think about when it comes to developing our team so there's five key areas of this and again this is really meant to help to shape some perspective of your team members and so whether you have a remote team or you are in person this is definitely going to be beneficial all around so first things first sharing the vision i'm a big proponent of that sharing the vision what do we mean by that the question on the table is does your team know the vision of your business and brand. What does that mean? Okay, we're looking at you as a leader articulating what is the vision for developing your team? What's the vision for your business and your brand? And has that been articulated to your team? Does your team know where it, where it is that you're headed? And have you also articulated in the areas of team development, what you're looking for? And this is not to say that you are also making like siloed decisions on how you wanna grow your team. But you should have an idea when it comes to team development. What do I want to see? Like, what are these areas of growth? And you'll definitely have to meet one-on-one with your team and meet as a whole and talk about that. So from the perspective, and I want to get straight into the lens of hiring and selecting individuals to come on board with your business when we're looking at it from the perspective of hiring making sure that you're clear on the vision for your brand and business and then articulating that making sure that it's clear because you you're not you will you will be the type of person if you're not careful where you're hiring and you got the wrong person in the seat now you could already have the vision crystallized and put out there and all of these things but and still the wrong decision is made about who to hire. But what I'm learning through these interviews is that the more that you are clear about your vision and clear about the type of individuals that you want on your team, the better the outcome will be. And some of that is, is definitely going to be forming, storming right? Folks are going to be getting to know each other, those types of things. But sharing the vision, making sure that you have it developed. And if you don't have it developed, that's okay. Today's the day where you can start that process of developing the vision for your business and brand. That'll bring about great clarity, really great clarity, especially when it comes to the hiring piece. Absolutely. Next up, values. Developing a value statement. I came across this literally as I was writing some things down about, again, the vision of what I want for my own team. And I said to myself, self, I want a value statement, like a statement on the values for myself and then what that means for my for my vision, for my business. So I want to make a one for one. What are my personal values? And then what are the values of my company? And then as a team, I want to have a team value statement so that we're making sure that everybody's on the same page of what the company is about. What the mission is, how, how we are to be represented, even when we're not all together, so to speak, whether it's virtually or not, right? You're in different places and spaces that people can see the values of an individual come out with the content, with clients, inside of our processes, that it's baked within the company. Not just something that we slap on a website, values, having a value statement. Number three, team agreements. SOPs and organizational structures, so key, so key. I'm talking about defining roles and responsibilities, and asking these three fundamental questions: How do we work together? How do we communicate? And what's the best ways to collaborate? I'm a big believer in just understanding who I'm working with. You know what what is their working style? Are they more collaborative? Are they more like I'm just want to do Solo dolo work and then come together. Am I a night owl? Do I like to talk on the phone versus like messaging? So that's really important that we are we're learning each other and you want to learn how people work and what are what are the best set of hours. You got folks that are maybe like, I'm an early riser, so I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be up and I'm gonna get my work done and then boom, like that's that's where I perform best. Defining roles and responsibilities that eliminates confusion and chaos and eliminates people from saying, oops, did I step on your toes or I just completed this task because I thought it was a part of my responsibilities or I didn't think that you were going to be able to get it done. So I just went ahead and just got it done. Defining roles and responsibilities. Who's involved in certain projects and tasks? Do you have a defined process for that that people know? handoffs and people know when they need to come together. All of that is really important. I had a a client call once where the gentleman said, you know, I don't know what the status is of, of some of these tasks. And, you know, I don't know where people are. So I have to call up a bunch of people and they have to walk me through where stuff are. And some people don't even know, you know, what the status is. They just know they've completed it and that it's gone on to the next person. So that's why I asked that question of, How do we work together? How do we communicate? And what are the best ways to collaborate? And it's a lot of just diving in and creating the process, you know, and everybody's going to have to be flexible. They're going to have to be willing to try new things and be willing to make adjustments, make the necessary adjustments. All right. Number four, personal and professional development. Yes, I wanted to follow that up about team agreements, SLPs and org structure, because a key component of all this is know thyself and know thy team. Yes. I believe in personal development assessments. I believe that they are important aspect of developing a team. No, it's not the end all be all um, of, of your team. But it really helps when we're looking at it from the perspective of introverts extroverts, you know, styles of communication, modes of communication, and all those things in between. So when you know that, when you know yourself and you want to know your team, then you know who is best and, and what works best with certain people on your team. Hosting workshops, that's a huge thing. A lot of teams doing their own personal development within the team. Not only do you do it with yourself, doing with your team is, is crucial. So hosting workshops on different topics within your industry and also maybe outside of your industry just to enlighten each other. So I would suggest hosting either monthly or quarterly workshops on te- on, on some topic, a topic of to- choice. Maybe it's on conflict resolution. Maybe it's on confidence. Maybe it's on, you know, maybe it's on mindfulness. Maybe it's on self-care. There's so much. Perhaps you can read the same books or podcasts and have a discussion maybe having virtual co-working sessions where you are just focused on maybe a particular set of questions folks can get to know each other and that really helps to create really great culture within your team so the question becomes is it this do you have a personal development plan for your team as a team and do you people on your team also have individual personal development plans so do you have an a personal individual excuse me personal individual (laughs) development team plan. I done butchered that one. So I'm trying to say this. Do you have an individual development plan for your team members on personal and professional development? And then as a team, do you have one? Boom. Also last but not least, should not be a surprise, centralizing your work. Oh yes. I still believe in it. I believe that When you have the process and you apply it with the tool, that you can develop your work cadence and your collaboration with a tool. Absolutely. Be able to communicate on tasks, be able to keep track of tasks and things. And so it's really important that people are working inside of a tool that they can collaborate with their peers. So sign up if you haven't already. If you're going to switch to another tool, that's cool. But make sure that you all have a central place for your operations, for your tasks, for keeping track of your work so that you can become efficient in all that you do within the company and business. So that is Conversations with Ask Ash. This is the five areas of team development. I hope you guys have enjoyed the season so far. Make sure you share this episode with a friend and we will talk soon. Catch you later on the next episode. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.